LMFM Podcasts with CNC Carpets. We bring the showroom to you. Or you can book a personal consultation at our fabulous new showroom in Moortown, Dramiskan. Call 87 237 or visit our website at cnccarpets.com to book an appointment. CNC Carpets for all your carpet and wood flooring needs. 11 to 1. FM. This is LMFM's 11 to 1. It is Friday. I hope you got that Friday feeling. Sinead Brazel here with you. You can get in touch with me 086 1800 658. Let's kick things off with Michael Jackson. There's Michael Jackson, Billy Jean kicking us off this Friday morning. How are we all doing? Hope you're doing well today. It is the weekend. The weekend is arriving very, very shortly. Oh my God, it's been a long week. It's been a long hell week this week for some reason. Don't know what it is. Maybe it's just because I was so busy or something. It felt like it was very, very long. Uh, but it is Friday, which means Friday floor filler song coming your way, but in a very different way this week because it's Fionn's Friday floor filler song and Fionn has come up with some clues. Now, you might have sussed it out already on our social media. It's on our Instagram and Facebook at the moment. So if you want to check it out, if you haven't already, we have a little video there giving you some clues to our Friday floor filler song. And we will have some clues throughout the show as always. So that's coming your way very, very shortly. I want to let people know, uh, we were talking about this on yesterday's show, that it is Culture Night tonight. So there's lots happening around Louth and Mead in different art centres, museums, in different communities all around uh, Louth and Mead. And I want to let you know, because I didn't um, mention this guy yesterday, but um, he's a, based in uh, Delik. He's a sculptor. He's award winning sculptor and designer. His name is Shane Holland and he's opening his studio doors to the public for the very first time tonight for Culture Night. So you'll be able to access his gallery, his studio and workshop and there'll be a few light refreshments as well. And it's such a really nice thing as well to go into a professional artist studio and kind of just see how the whole creative process works. So it's Shane Holland Design Workshops and he is located in uh, Unit 11C in Delique Business Park. Uh, County Meath. So that's happening tonight for Culture Night. So you can uh, check out the work. You can, you know, ask him a little bit about his process, you know, what inspires him, all that kind of thing. And it's a really nice way to to see all that in action. So that's happening tonight. Don't forget as well, culturenight.ie. That is the website if you want to find out what's happening in your local area. There's loads happening around Louth and Mead. So you just key in your location and all of the different events will come up. And the majority of them are free, which is brilliant. Some of them you might have to just book your place or there might be a small charge, very, very small charge, but most of them are free. And I really think it's a great opportunity to support artists and culture and everything in your local area. So culturenight.ie The the best best mix mix LMF There's Whitney Houston and Kygo with Higher Love. There's no messing with Jenny in Betty's tent. She's straight on 086 1800 658. I haven't given any clues 
so far to the Friday Floor Filler song on the show. She's been over to Facebook and Instagram to check it out. She's straight in there with Fionn's Friday Floor Filler for today. Well done, Jenny. You're the first one in today. We are going to bring you some clues to this week's Friday Floor Filler song just after these. 11 to 1 with It is Friday. It's the end of another long week, which means it's time for this. Friday Floor Filler on 11 to 1. And this week, Fionn has some clues for you, okay? So throughout the show, Fionn is going to give you some clues to our Friday Floor Filler song. Here is Fionn's first clue for you today. Hey Sinead, so here is the first clue to help the listeners guess my Friday floor filler this week. It's a 10 second snippet of the song in reverse. Listen carefully. What do you reckon Sinead? I think most people will get it this week. We'll give you another spin of it here now. I'll be back with one or two more clues later on the show. Cheers, Thanks, Fionn. Thanks, Fionn. Okay, so what is the song? I know, Shirley Hahi, you have the artist, but you don't have the right song. Andrea Nash on Facebook has it right as well. Get your suggestions into us. We need the artist and the name of the song. There'll be more clues later on. 086 1800 658. Dermot Kennedy, Better Days, uh, the Friday Floor Filler song. Lots of answers coming in on 086-1800-658. Kira, you have it right. Darren, you've got the right artist, but not the song. Shane, you are way off <laughs> that suggestion you have. Becca has it as well. Shirley Hahi in Kilcurry. She's trying her best. She's trying her best. It is not anything to do with J-Lo. Okay, that's what I can say. Oh, she has it now. She has it now. Shirley, you have the right answer. Well done. Keep those coming in. 086-1800-658. The Coors with Breathless. It's probably one of the most powerful comedy shows ever. Des Bishop is bringing his show, Me and Mama, to the Crescent Concert Hall in Drogheda. I'm going to catch a word with Des after these. 11 to 1. Irish people are great at finding the funny side of things, even in the midst of grief. And it seems comedian Des Bishop is no different because when his mother Eileen sadly passed away in 2019, although he was devastated, he was able to find the humour. He turned this experience into a new show called Mia Mama. It's coming to Drogheda's Crescent Concert Hall on October 1st. Critics are calling it hilarious and poignant. It's a must see and I'm delighted to have the man himself on the line. Des, it's great to have you back on 11 to 1. How are you? Good. It's funny you call it a new show. I mean, it, <laughs> it, it doesn't feel new to me because I've been doing it for three years, but that's because I couldn't do it for two. So. This is it. It is because, my new show that I've been doing forever. <laughs> it is your new show you've been doing forever because, you know, we spoke, the last time we spoke was January 2020 and I was listening back to some of uh, that interview earlier on and we were having the crack days. We did not know what was coming down the line at all. Did you panic though when COVID hit? Because as you say, this was all ready to rock and then COVID kind of put a halt to a lot of it. Well, it was going. I mean, I was I was full belt. I, I had done March 6th, 7th and 8th, 2020 in the Everyman Theatre in Cork. Uh, you know, full shows, but, you know, I have the footage, like, I'm making COVID jokes then, and it's all a bit of a laugh, and I was making fun of skiers, because it was coming back to the ski resorts, and I was joking about all of us sitting together, and how we didn't care, because we don't want to lose the money. 
but on the, on a serious side, we had already seen that ticket sales had like ground to a halt in the sort of two weeks leading up to it. Like people were beginning to get paranoid. So anyway, uh, long story short, uh, I was clueless. I remember I I we canceled six weeks of shows, and we were we were worried if I was if we were going to be able to do uh, a filmed show on the Good Friday of mm. 2020. So we were clueless, basically. Oh my and god! I could have never imagined. Because I postponed and postponed. Like, I don't know how many times this Drada show that's coming up has been yeah. postponed, but yeah. I would imagine it's been three postponements. We just kept pushing things back. I never would have imagined that the majority of this tour would actually, it took uh, 22 months between the last Mia Mama show in Ireland and the next one. Oh my God. Oh my God. That is quite the time, all right. And But you know, a actually, lot has happened. Months. It was Killarney in, Fe- Killarney in mid-February. Okay. So, so basically, so two then. years later, me and Mama got back up and running. And except for, you know, a few added shows, the yeah. majority of my shows were all shows that were meant to be done by the end of 2020. Oh, my goodness. But, you know, a lot has happened in two and a half years. Not only did we survive, Des, thank God, but uh, you thrived in lockdown. You met and married the love of your life, the gorgeous Hannah. Massive congratulations on that. Thank you. Yeah, it took a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm 46. I mean, I was 44 when I met her. It's not like <laughs> uh, it's not like I, I I didn't have you know other girlfriends in my life. But yeah, anyway, the pandemic and just you know things happen for a reason, I guess. And uh, we met up, and it was good timing, you know. Really good timing. I, I always yeah. say that we joke myself and Hannah that. Uh, the pandemic was great for new relationships and terrible for our old ones. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Yeah. New relationships, you can't get enough of each other. So it's like, isn't this great? We just have so much time <laughs> to be with each other. Whereas in an old relationship, you, you can't be together that much. You just, no. everything about each other annoys you. So two years of being stuck with somebody, the sound of their chewing and their breathing, <laughs> you know, all these things that drive you crazy. It was tough. A lot of, a lot, a lot of breakups. A lot of breakups for people. But, you know, speaking of that, how is married life treating you? And are you getting on each other's wick yet? I uh, know. Listen, <laughs> we, we travel. We're comedians. So we're only together half the time. Oh, yeah. And that's the secret, Des. Yes, that is the secret. To younger, people, younger people always say, that must be tough. And people in like their 50s and 60s say, you're going to survive. <laughs> 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 yeah. They're all like, this is the trick. You have to, you have to spend time apart to appreciate the time together. Now, I mean... I'm kind of joking with you here, but I do. The, it, it's more to do with the fact that we both love our careers. Yeah. We both respect because Hannah's a comic as well and, and a creator. I respect the obsession because I know that obsession for myself. So I don't get upset when work is like her main focus. Mm. She doesn't get upset when work is my main focus. Obviously, you have to make enough time for each other, but that hasn't been an issue you know oh that's it yeah like you say the key to a happy successful marriage is totally time apart it's a <laughs> our, our marriage is a threesome it's me Hannah and comedy comedy you know? absolutely now I saw pictures of your wedding I love a good celebrity wedding I have to say and there's a great picture of you laughing so much at the celebrant was he upstaging you now with all of his comedy no no upstaging it's his time to shine I wasn't working I, I was <laughs> I was actually first of all that's Bernie Graham he's a judge he's a friend of Hannah's family uh, and he was fantastic, and he he brings a bit of gravitas because he wears his judge. You know, he he brings the uh, what would one say the 
the what's the word of when you say the something of the office? I, I, for some reason, I'm drawing a blank. But oh. he, he he brought the stature of, yes. of his yes, of I, his position. I hear you. Yeah, and he was very funny. It was very quick, but he he just made the right amount of effort. And I laughed a lot, actually. And it's one of the highlights of the ceremony part, which was way better than I expected it to be. I, the ceremony was actually the highlight for me. Yeah, because you see, it depends on who you have doing the, 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 you know, the kind of official bit, because it could be a bit droney, you know, it depends. So like that, you want someone with a bit of crack. It's a happy day. You know, you want to kind of get that vibe across completely. Yeah. Yeah. And we are both performers. So like we yeah. were very on top of just like vibe, you know, like I was very conscious of, 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 of what we wanted that to be. But my concern actually leading up to it, this is actually for anybody getting married. My concern was it was going to be too short. Yeah. Uh, and I was worried that we didn't have enough in it because it was essentially just like Bernie says a few words and then we do the stuff and we're done. But actually, number one, the shorter the better, but it wasn't even close to being too short. It was just right. But it was our ceremony was no more than 10 minutes. And anyone who's thinking about the ceremony part, I promise you a short ceremony is, is a win. But anyway, I certainly wasn't worried about being upstage. He couldn't have been better. That whole thing was just so great. Uh, so many laughs. It was a couple like little heckles from the crowd. Just, I actually I couldn't believe how funny and fun the ceremony was, and that yeah. was just exactly what we wanted. Well, it totally comes across in that photograph I, I, I saw. You know, uh, but of course, both of your parents sadly not around to see you tie the knot. But no date. You were thinking of them on your big day. Do you think that they would have passed on any advice to you? I don't know. Honestly, if you come and see the show about my mother, you'll you'll probably know that there was a there was a sadness uh, with a hint with a tinge of thank God <laughs> because she was a very stressed out woman. So it was I was so sad that she wasn't there. But there were times during the process where I was like, it's pretty handy that she's not alive to deal with this right now. Because she's not good she in would stress. Have made it easier. She would have made it more difficult. Oh, well, you see, mammies, Irish mammies, they want you to kind of, you know, have have you know the best possible day. You know, they want to fret and fuss over you completely. And you know, yeah, I'd say, listen, here's the reality: the wedding is about the wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hannah's mom is so cool, and it's it's so funny because Hannah always says, like, my mother, we would have got on so well, me and your mother. And I was like, well, listen. It's great that you think that might be the case, but look at the statistics. The wife and the mother-in-law have a bad record. So let's just say you're never going to have to find out. And it's sad that she's not around, but pros and cons. Pros and cons, absolutely. Now, you know, as you mentioned, you have created this uh, entire show around your mum. And it's only right, it's only fair, Des, because you did make a whole show about your dad. But was she the typical Irish mammy? Like, did she own a wooden spoon and did you get threatened with it if you were bold? Uh, there's wooden spoon jokes in the show and all that. Now, my mother's Irish American. I deal with this all in the show, but my mother was, uh, uh, you know, born in America, which you know is not really clear from my stand-up because I, I think I've pretty much given her an Irish voice. But she has always done my ads and everything, so I, I, I wasn't really keeping it a secret that my mother was a New Yorker. But she was raised by Irish people, and I, I, I won't give away any of the, of the show. But I get right into her upbringing because I, I think, despite her American roots, her upbringing w- was very Irish. And yes. There's wooden spoon stuff in there, and there's a lot of stuff about the childhood. Now, listen, this show is very funny, but it is not afraid to get into the to the dark yeah. side of. Uh, to be honest, I go right back to my great grandparents, and I get right into a sort of a legacy of trauma in our house, mm-hmm. just to make sense of who my mother was. Because there's a lot of funny stuff about my mother, and a lot of people that come to the show they identify. But it's funny about stuff that wasn't that funny in childhood. Yeah, yeah. well, of course. So people well, this can is laugh it. about it now because we identify. But yeah. a lot of it, 
has to do with that tough. I, this is not uniform. I'm not mm. saying all Irish people have this upbringing, but a lot of Irish people can identify with a tough mom, yeah. a cold mom, mm. uh, anxiety-ridden mother, and just uh, you know perhaps a lot of unnecessary st- stress in childhood. Now that's my childhood. I share it. I get a ton of feedback from people who identify, but even people who didn't have that type of childhood. Well, no, yeah, completely. And, you know, as I said in the introduction there, like this is what, you know, where you can find the best comedy often is in these really tough, challenging moments. So was this kind of very cathartic for you? Like, did you really kind of find it challenging as well to kind of write this? Because you were right there in the grief when you were writing it. Yeah, it was a mixture because, you know, I did the show about my dad and it was really, really, that was kind of like a celebration of, of fatherhood. But one of the early jokes in this show is about how basically he was like best supporting actor at best. Actually, I'll, I'll do one joke. I never do jokes on the radio, but I, I was just thinking about this joke right before you called me. So I opened the show by saying, you know, my dad died in 2011. It was very sad. But it wasn't long after he died that we all realized, wow, he did nothing. <laughs> like, like, like nothing changed. The whole system worked exactly the same. It's just my dad wasn't around to watch us do stuff. Yeah. So... Losing my dad and doing the show about my dad, it was almost kind of easy because he was just such a lovely guy and it was just nice to celebrate his life. Whereas my mother, despite the fact that it's the more complicated relationship, it's also the more important relationship because she did everything. She was the boss. Yeah. My, you know, you didn't ask my dad what, you know, for permission. You asked my mother. If you actually asked my father for permission and did something, my mother would say, why did you think that was okay to do that? And I would be like, well, I asked that. And she'd be like, you know, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> that's <laughs> like, that's, that's, that's a lot of people can said. relate that because, to that because, you know, you might ask your dad something and then the response is, have you asked your mother? <laughs> have you asked your mother? <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. Well, my mother never said, did you ask your father? <laughs> no, <laughs> no yeah, definitely not. Show. I think we're writing a bit right here. <laughs> definitely not. And like, I mean, the dads, and even now, I know this with my own husband, like the dads are the pure mess like they are the ones that like you can have all the crack with and get away with stuff when mom's not around mom is the boss even now in my house does <laughs> right well there you go so y- y- people can identify with that so uh, in terms of you know your original question about doing this show I always because it was actually a running joke in our house after my dad died that my mother would say like am I going to get a show and I would always say ma if we do a show it's going to be like a, a melodrama it's not going to be a comedy you know <laughs> But actually, when she died and I was thinking about her life, uh, it was was actually a harder task to make my mother's life funny. First of all, I didn't have the hook of this James Bond thing that I had with my dad. But also, you know, it took me a long time to find out, you know, what elements of grief, because don't forget the show about my father wasn't about him dying. It was about him being sick. It wasn't about death. So uh, it took me a long time to find out what's funny about grief that everybody can identify with. Because don't forget, you got to make people laugh who haven't experienced this. Yeah. So I was like, what, what's funny about that? That'll be universally funny. And then also, what's funny about, essentially, I'm making jokes about mental illness. I mean, this is the kind of mental, the, the fact that we now have a more all-encompassing term for, for, for mental health. Yeah. You know, so I'm talking about like my mother's mental health struggles and the, the, the stuff that was done to her to make her the way that she was. I'm joking about alcoholism, child, children growing up with alcoholic parents. I'm talking about like heavy stuff, but I'm, I'm all the time trying to make it funny. But that takes time. It's like yeah. it's, a, it's a more like delicate process. So I would say that the, this show is like harder to develop. So yes, cathartic, but also like more like uh, like 
uh, creatively satisfying, but yeah. but also very difficult. Yeah, that oh, completely. A difficult process. Yeah, completely. And like that, you know, it's the job of the comedian as well to make us think about these bigger issues as well. And like that, no better way through the vehicle of laughter. You're, you're coming to the show, you're coming to, to Drogheda with this show. Jason Byrne told us he always kickstarts any tour of Ireland in Drogheda because the crowd are bananas, basically. Well, I he should say that because, I, I mean, I've never started my tours in Drogheda, but I've always had wild shows in Drada. <laughs> this venue that I'm doing, I only did it once before, but I was really blown away by it. Like, a venue has a lot to do with it. Obviously, the people, too. But of all the shows I've done in Drada, and there are many, uh, the, the, this venue has been the best. Oh, uh, very good. But They'll I also have to say, you know, it's funny that Jason says the shows are, are wild. When Chris Rock got slapped by Will Oh, yeah, yeah. Everybody was asking me about like violence on stage, and I say, "Well, there's been a few times where I've been rushed, <laughs> but the first time oh, no. I was ever uh, physically uh, threatened on stage was in a pub in Drada. Oh actually God! The first, the first shows I ever did, fellow Kieran was running shows right before I kind of blew up. Uh, but I was well known enough that I feel like this gig was pretty full, and I was, think I was still doing the immersion routine, so it have to be around like." 2002, right? Because yeah. I haven't actually physically performed the immersion routine since 2003, so it must have been like 2002, and at, towards the end of the show, like after the immersion routine of all routines, this guy gets up on, like walks up and rushes the stage and says, if you say one more thing about Orland, or you know, <laughs> oh, no. the head off of you, whatever, <laughs> you know, and... Uh, I remember I grabbed a, a bottle of Bulmers off the front row table and I stood there and I was like, bro, like, I, like, because there was no security. <laughs> I'm standing there on stage oh, with no. a bottle in my hand to protect myself because this guy was huge. Yeah. Humongous. And I, because I remember when finally security came and got rid of him, uh, I remember saying, like, this is how much of a trigger the immersion is for <laughs> Irish people. For anything with violence. <laughs> In the family, he's like he's gone back into some like like some child, some PTSD from his <laughs> yeah. father, making him feel bad about leaving the American. Oh god! Oh god! Well, you see, look, you, you can't. This is what happens. You know what I mean? The immersion's a big thing, as you say. But hopefully, everyone, hopefully somebody listening was at that show. I mean, <laughs> yeah. like, it wasn't a big venue, but I got to think there was like hundred people there, hundred twenty people. Maybe somebody was there. Maybe, maybe. But hopefully everyone will be on their best behaviour and draw it at Des. It's been so lovely chatting with you again. Massive congrats on the wedding and on this show. And uh, we're very much looking forward to seeing you in Drada. Ah, thanks so much. Thank you. Nice to chat to you. Thanks a million, Des Bishop there. He's going to be at the Crescent Concert Hall Saturday the 1st of October with his show Me and Mama and you can get tickets from Ticketmaster and I have a nice surprise for you because Des has given us a pair of tickets to give away. I'll give you the details of that just after these. 11 to 1. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 7 On this day in 1980, Bob Marley played his last concert at Stanley Theatre in Pittsburgh. And today is Restless Legs Awareness Day, aiming to promote awareness of the condition. It's held on the same day each year to coincide with the birth date of Professor Carl Axel Eckborn. He was the Swedish neurologist who first 
wrote and described the disease in 1945. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda and Dundalk showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. It's time for 12 News, but after that, I have tickets to see Des Bishop up for grabs. Niall will be here talking movies and we have more of Fionn's Friday Floor Filler Clues. 11 to 1. Adele rolling in the deep. Sinead Brazel here with you till 1. Hope you're keeping well. Want to give a shout out to Jim Jim and RD. He says he's loving the music and he's wishing me a happy Friday. A happy Friday to you as well, Jim Jim. He's got the Friday vibes. He does have the Friday vibes. Something else that's guaranteed to give us the Friday vibes. It's Fionn's Friday Floor Filler song. Friday Floor Filler. On 11 to 1. Okay, we've been giving you clues. I think it's time for another one. Fionn has another clue for this week for us. Hi Sinead. So here's another clue to guess my Friday floor filler this week. Neo, Kesha, Christina Aguilera, Usher, JLo and Shakira have all featured with this week's artist. And if you have the artist's name but you're struggling with the song title, just think of what some people call the hot sun in the sky. Right, go on. I can't give you any more clues. Cheers uh, Sinead. Thanks Fionn. Thanks. Oh, that's a big clue. That's a big clue now. All the collaborations he's had. What do we call the sun? Another name for the sun. Have you got it yet? We need the artist and the name of the song. 086-1800-658. Last chance to enter this. We're going to be playing Fionn's Friday Floor Filler song right after the buzz. The buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Crossy. Christian Bale, Margot Robbie and Rami Malek were in Leicester Square last night for the premiere of their new murder mystery, Amsterdam. It hits cinemas on the 7th of October. Taylor Swift also makes an appearance in the film and Margot tells us what it was like having a sing-song with Christian Bale and John David Washington. Oh my gosh, you know what? Taylor was bugging us and bugging us. No, I'm joking. I, I don't think uh, that just exists in the movie. It exists in a little bubble of Amsterdam. So you have to come to the theatre to see it. Antedek have posted a video to announce they're filming an I'm a Celebrity All-Star special and it's happening in South Africa right now. They also explain to fans when it will air and an update on the proper I'm a Celebrity which will be back in Australia later on this year. It's probably the worst kept secret in television. But we can confirm we are doing a very special series of I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here. In South Africa! Look at this choice! Wow! Nobody told me. Yes, we're here. It's going to be um, your favourite celebrities from the last 20 years. That's good. Who are going back in to do uh-huh. it one more time. In South Africa! But are we going to Australia, Declan? Yes, we are. This we, year? This year we are going back to Australia. So when will the South African show be on? This will be on next year. Well, what so, do you mean by this? So Australia. Yes, this North year. North Australia 2022. And South Africa? South Africa 2023. Got it. We'll, 2023 will be in... South, South Africa! Africa! Woohoo! That's The Buzz. I'm Crossy. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Oh, it's one thing that cheers me up when the dark evenings come. It means Ant and Deck are back and they're in some sort of a jungle or something. So that's brilliant news and I'm very much looking forward to that all-star celebrity one that's going to be happening next year. So uh, it seems Christine has it, John and Tully Allen has it, Jess, I think you're in Dundalk, you have it as well. Megan is also on the ball. Uh, you do all guessing, Fiona 
Sun's Friday Floor Filler song. Fionn, what was the answer this week for people who don't know what the Friday Floor Filler song is? Yes, Sinead, my Friday Floor Filler this week to get you up and dancing is the 2014 song by American rapper Pitbull, Fireball. Here it is, Friday Floor Filler song. Enjoy. Baby, I'm a fireball. Fireball, Pitbull with Fireball. It is our Fionn's Friday Floor Filler song for this week. Don't forget next week we'll have another one for you. He's already working on it. That's how dedicated Fionn is to the Fionn Friday Floor Filler song. Now, it's about time I gave something away. It really is. Yep. Des Bishop, we were chatting to him earlier on. He is going to be playing at the Crescent Concert Hall Saturday the 1st of October with his show Mia Mama. It's probably the most powerful comedy show you're going to see. It takes you on a hilarious comedy roller coaster. I have a pair of tickets. Do you want to go? Okay, all you have to do is tell me, true or false, is Des Bishop American Irish? Is he American Irish? Is that true or is it false? 086-1800-658 Ticketmaster.ie by the way for your tickets for that Going to pick a winner for a pair of tickets towards the end of the show All you have to do is tell me Is Des Bishop American Irish? 086-1800-658 Now stay with us We're going to be talking movies with Niall O'Brien and Real Reviews just after these LMFM's Real Reviews Sponsored by Omniplex Cinemas Enjoy a ticket to every movie With My OmniPass For more information Log on to Omniplex.ie Forward slash join And enjoy the greatest blockbusters All the time At Omniplex Deluxe Strahada Dundalk And Balbriggan It's Friday Which means we're talking movies At Niall O'Brien How you doing Niall? I'm doing very well. It's a lovely day and uh, a very close friend of ours. It's his birthday as it well. Is. So happy yeah. birthday, Ross. If you're listening, I know you're not. You never <laughs> listen. <laughs> Formerly of this parish. And speaking of birthdays, it's yours tomorrow. Happy it is. birthday I don't to you li- in advance. I don't like to mention it. Well, yeah. it's out there now. It's out there now. Uh, but, uh, you know, seeing as it is your birthday, I'll just be very nice to you today and say, oh, you God. know, welcome to, to 11 to 1. What have you got for Thank us? You. What have, what have you looked at? Well, first of all, we have the regular segment, Who's That Talking Now? And I, I saw your fantastic video promo for the Friday floor, floor filler. So we're going to have to really up our game. I we're think we are. going to get something out for that. So this is our our segment where you, you can identify the mystery voice of the actor or filmmaker. It's always somebody connected to one of the films that we're talking about. And then you can win a pair of tickets to Omniplex Cinema. Yes, and they have locations at Omniplex Deluxe Venue in Drogheda, Omniplex Dundalk or Omniplex in Balbriggan. There's some cracking films out right now. The best way to see them is on the big screen. So for full show times and booking, check out omniplex.ie. So we have, do we need a clue? I didn't have a sneaky listen today. Oh, OK, right. Well, it... How okay? I think it might be a little bit difficult. Maybe, okay, but I will say she likes fighting with her family. Okay. okay, and she is also in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and she's in one of the movies we're talking about. So okay, so she so she likes fighting with her family. She's yeah. in the Marvel un, uh, Universe, yeah, yeah, and she's in one of the movies we're going to be talking about now. Okay, so if you think you know who this voice is, oh eight six one eight hundred six five eight for your chance to win those tickets. It's very glamorous, very glamorous. And um, it was a joy to head into the hair and makeup trailer every single day, talking about stepping into a character. Will I play it again? I'll give you one more listen. Here it is. It's very glamorous, very glamorous. And um, it was a joy to head into the hair and makeup trailer every single day, talking about stepping into a character. Oh, okay. 
Oh eight six one eight hundred six five eight. No, I know, I know who it is. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I think. Right. <laughs> I think I know. I think I know. Let's. Let, I'm. You. I have full faith in the listeners. They're going to get it. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Completely. Oh eight six one eight hundred six five eight. Now all of the drama, all of the drama is oh. happening with this movie that's coming out and today. It's, Mostly behind the scenes, yeah. really. <laughs> so this is Don't Worry Darling, which is out in cinemas today. And this is the story of Alice, played by Florence Pugh. Florence, Florence Pugh, Pugh everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Jack, played by Harry Styles. And they've moved into this idealised community called Victory. It's an experimental company town, basically, that uh, houses the families of people who work for this top secret project called the Victory Project. And uh, it's the perfect embodiment of 1950s optimism. Uh, and it's espoused by their CEO, Frank, played by Chris Pine, who is equal parts corporate visionary and motivational life coach and his leadership kind of is intrinsic to every aspect of their daily life in this uh, tight-knit community so the husbands go off they spend their day working in the victory project headquarters the wives stay at home they enjoy beauty treatments luxury and perfection in their community and every resident's need is being met by the company but Things are not what they seem because mm. Alice, played by Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh. We just mentioned that one Pugh, again. Pugh, Pugh, not, Pugh, not Pugh, 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 Pugh. <laughs> uh, she sees cracks in this idyllic life begin to appear. It exposes flashes of, a, of another existence that she doesn't really remember. And basically she starts to question why are they living here in victory and what's happening? What's going on? Mm. So we have a clip here. It's from later. Like, I'm surprised, actually, that they've released this. It's from later in the movie. You can tell that she knows that something's going on. She's not happy about it. Okay, here it is. (laughs) Violet, where are you from? Pardon? I said, where are you from? Philadelphia. Hmm. I'm from Philadelphia. Yeah. Are you serious? I didn't know that. You know I like to. Most of the women here are from Philadelphia. Or Baltimore. Or Chicago. I've noticed. Mm. You got no one other thing? I, for one, do not miss no the winters. No, no, no. I thrive in the sunshine, even though I'm alabaster skin. Oh, I love mm. the sunshine. I love the beach. Mm. Mm. What was the last beach you went to? Oh, fun fact about the beach. I read this. Yeah. Beaches are actually some of the filthiest places in the whole world. Just a sandbox of disease. And- Peter, <laughs> do not say disease it's at the dinner table. They need to know. I could probably guess Hilton Head, Cape Cod, or the Jersey Shore. And we all honeymooned in Sea Island, or the Poconos, or Niagara Falls. I think those are popular honeymoon destinations. Expensive. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, yeah you, uh, you didn't finish your story. Mm. Bill over here is probably one of the worst I'm golf sorry, players. Peter, I'm not quite I'm finished. Not. Violet, where did you meet Bill? Oh, she's on to them. She's on to them yes. there, isn't she? Yeah. 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 And uh, look, I've not seen it yet. I've only seen the trailer and a couple of clips. Uh, it seems very much Stepford Wivesy. Yeah. If you remember that movie mm. from the, I think, late 60s or early 70s. Um, so Step- Stepford, Stepford Wives for the the uh, whatever wh- whatever year we're living in now. <laughs> <laughs> the 20s. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
so yeah, I mean, I'm. I, will it live up to the drama behind the scenes? I want to see the making of this movie yeah. well, rather than the, this movie. <laughs> yeah. But look, it uh, you know people. Harry Styles fans will yeah. go and see it. Florence Pugh is always really good. Yeah, she's excellent. It looks like from from the trailer, it looks beautifully filmed and made. So yeah, so yeah. I look. I'm yeah. looking forward to it again, probably because now, in fairness, before I I heard all about the drama, I did see the trailer. Like when an early trailer dropped before all of this kind of stuff about the stories and everything leaked, and it did look very promising. And I was kind of going, Harry yeah. Styles, you know what I mean? Fair play to him because you know I had said this before that I'd seen him in um oh the Christopher Nolan Dunkirk, movie maybe? Dunkirk, yeah. yeah. And I I thought you know he'd promised there, so it'd be interesting mm. to see is he leading man material. So uh, yeah, I'll be going to see that one. Don't worry, darling. Out today. Now we are going to streaming and oh look at I knew it had you to you are so excited oh, about this listen, aren't you I can barely a contain new, myself a new Star Wars series on Disney Plus this I mean they're Andor. milking it now they're milking it uh, aren't they now really? you know you know I don't really have to fill you in about this because you know all about oh, it oh yeah this of course is, this is Andor this is the prequel to the movie Rogue One which was a prequel to the original Star Wars film A New Hope oh come on and in Rogue, Rogue One <laughs> a character called Cassian Andor played by Diego Luna he basically helps get the Rebel Alliance the plans that help them blow up the Death Star in the original Star Wars. So this is a prequel to that. Oh, if you like. come this on. Is How many five years before before the events of Rogue One. Uh, we, we meet Cassian, still played by Diego Luna. He is not a Rebel Alliance spy as he was in that film. He's just a kind of a, a thief. He likes to take parts from galactic spaceships and steal them and sell them on and he uh, also has a, a kind of backstory about a missing sister. And it's uh, we're, in, we're in a very different kind of Star Wars landscape in this, really, because we're not in a desert planet. This is kind of an industrial planet where he lives. It's like a, a junkyard planet, basically. Um, so we have a clip here of, yeah. of Diego Luna and the fantastic Stellan Skarsgård, who's only in... There's three episodes out now on Disney+. Plus. He's only in the third one, but he is great, and he's going to be a big part of the rest of the series, I think. Okay, here it is. So which is it? I know Big Sass are game. I know you bribe quartermasters to leave valuables on the ships before they come in for scrap, but this isn't that. This isn't something that let pass. No. I went in and got this myself. How? How's that possible? It was, it was sealed on the Imperial Naval Base in Steergard. Look, you got the money, I got the box. What else is there to talk about? I'll give you another thousand credits to tell me how you got it. <laughs> another thousand. Done. How? You just walk in like you belong. Takes more than that, doesn't it? What? To steal from the Empire? What do you need? A uniform, some dirty hands, and an Imperial toolkit? <laughs> They're so proud of themselves. They don't even care. They're so fat and satisfied. They can't imagine it. Can't imagine what? That someone like me would ever get inside their house. Walk their floors spit in their food take their gear Ooh. now for people like me who are Star Wars aficionados <laughs> do you know what I yes. mean uh, big fans will, yeah. do, do you need to be a big fan of Star Wars to know what on earth's going on or can you just join in do you know what I would say for people like you this is a good place to just join on oh, because right, okay. it is it is very it's very good it's a good drama it's now I always have this criticism with the Disney Plus stuff they always say it's like a, a seven hour movie 
but every episode it's like the episode doesn't have an arc then it just stops yeah. in this and you kind of go what's going on so um it's grand that three episodes are out there it looks great it could be a great jumping on point for you i think okay. we might make a star wars fan of you yet oh listen now the day that happens you know what I mean the <laughs> time will stop or something uh, anyway it is, it is on Disney Plus uh, so moving on we have another uh, streaming review to Netflix and it's Dammer is am I pronouncing that right? Yeah Dammer Jeffrey Dammer of course the uh, serial killer um, yeah I'm not a huge fan of serial killer things yeah. and, you know true crime things but this is from uh, one of Netflix's big producers Ryan Murphy who people would know from Glee and probably more closely related to this American crime story, American horror story. Yeah, I'm a big story. fan of that now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, this is a 10-episode Netflix miniseries. I've only seen the first one. Um, and look, Jeffrey Dahmer's story has been told lots of times on film and on TV, and it is a very gruesome story. Uh, but this series focuses not just on him and his crimes, but uh, on the many attempts that his neighbours and the witnesses kind of to what he was doing had made to stop him. And it was ignored by the police, basically. So there's as much a focus on the supporting cast. Glenda Cleveland uh, is his neighbour, played by Nisi Nash. Uh, Richard Jenkins, who's a fantastic actor, plays his dad. Molly Ringwald is in there. Oh, brilliant. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's got a great, uh, a great cast. But it is, like, even the first episode, I found it... Uh, Look, but I'm squeamish. I am squeamish. But like, if you love, like, if you like those kind of things, you love this. It looks great. I will keep watching it because it's really well made. And it's Evan Peters who's playing uh, Evan Peters plays Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, 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 fantastic. No, I saw. And he is incredibly creepy. Like, yeah, I, I said I didn't have a clip for this because the clip I found was too creepy to yeah, play on the radio. He, he's fantastic and he's been in all the American horror uh, series has, most of them yeah, and he's, yeah. he's, he's very good at this kind of role Ryan yeah. Murphy's kind of favourite uh, actors all right yeah. I'll definitely check that one out so that's on Netflix at the moment so moving to our TV movies of the weekend tonight TG Carr at 11pm yeah, it's a bit late and it's a very unknown Western, The Five Man Army. This is uh, a spaghetti Western, I guess, from 1969. It has a cast featuring Peter Graves from Mission Impossible, but it's directed by Dario Argento, which I think is one of the reasons to watch it. He's a really well-known uh Italian director. It has a score by Ennio Marconi. So it's one, I have to be honest, I've never heard of before. So it's a it's a little uh, gem at 11 o'clock on TG Car, And then on RT2 at 11 20 I think is The Natural which is a great uh, baseball movie starring Robert Redford it's fantastic another great score by um, uh, oh I can't remember his name now but it is a really good movie I'm not a fan of baseball but I love this film and then on Saturday at 10.40 on RT1 is Rocket Man The Life and Times of of Elton John yeah great one to rewatch yeah absolutely yeah Taron Egerton and then on Sunday one for the family at five past three on BBC One is Finding Dory Ah it's a great one uh, it's The a sequel great... of course to Finding Nemo Yeah, yeah It absolutely it's, it's is brilliant it really yeah. is uh, They're all getting it but you can put them in their misery now Who is okay, the mystery it, voice? It is of course the fantastic Florence Pugh Far- Florence Pugh was the mystery voice we pick a winner for that very very shortly Niall as always thank you so much for jam-packed real reviews Enjoy your birthday tomorrow Oh I shall And thank we'll you. talk to you next week Thanks a million Bye. 11 to 1. Missed out.
the script for the first time. Now it is the last time for you to enter our Des Bishop com- competition. I have a pair of tickets up for grabs to see him perform his show Mia Mama in the Crescent Concert Hall in Drogheda Saturday the 1st of October. I'm asking you to tell me true or false is Des Bishop American Irish 086 658 We'll pick a winner very very shortly. LMFM Job Search with thanks to LMFM Online. Check out the latest Northeast news, sport and entertainment on lmfm.ie. Darver Castle have the following full-time vacancies available, housekeeping manager and bar manager. To apply, please email accounts at darvercastle.ie. Murphy Bros of Fork Hill are looking for full-time shop assistants to work in their busy store. It's an immediate start. Full training is provided. Please apply with your CV to murphybrosforkhill at gmail.com. And an experienced child minder required for two children aged one and two years of age in Minder's own home in North Drogheda area. Please text only if you're interested in this. 086 073 2972 and don't forget all of the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section lmfm.ie LMFM Job Search Want to say the best of luck to all of the businesses in Mead that are nominated for the Mead Style Awards. It's happening tonight in the Headford Arms Hotel in Kells and it is celebrating the achievements of Mead businesses that are fashion and beauty related. Uh, so that's happening tonight. So enjoy everybody that's nominated and the best of luck to everyone involved in that. And you know what? We'll dedicate the weekend just to all of those finalists. There's the weekend, blinding lights on LMFM's 11 to 1. Going to take a quick break and we're back with the winners of our Omniplex tickets and the tickets to see Des Bishop. 11 to 1. Our question was, is Des Bishop American Irish? Is that true or is it false? It is, of course, true. Kim Callahan, I'm not sure whereabouts in the northeast you are, but you are going along to see Des Bishop. Congrats to you. And also Barney Travers in Knockbridge, you're going along to the Omniplex. It was, of course, Florence Pugh, our mystery voice. That is our lot on the show for today and for this week I want to say a big thank you to all the guests to Fionn, to Niall, to all the contributors on the show and to you for your company all week. Have a great weekend. I'll chat to you Monday. LMFM Podcasts with CNC Carpets we bring the showroom to you or book a new showroom appointment on 087 660 40 237.